Welcome to Why Is with Ty and Dan. This week we discuss, what if we kissed? Haha, <laughs> just kidding. Unless... Welcome to Why Is with Ty and Dan, a weekly Marvel recap podcast where we try to figure out just who and what is going on in this cinematic universe. My name is Tyler Borland, and Danny Vincent is on vacation this week. But joining me is Tori Estes. (laughs) I'm Ryan Reynolds. Danny's on vacation, but we've replaced him with Ryan Reynolds, who sounds exactly like him. Have you seen my new movie, Free Guy? (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. Thank you for stealing the thunder of my introduction, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, if you think about it, the person who stole the thunder of your introduction was Tyler. Who chose not to introduce You were on vacation. <laughs> you were on vacation, you remember? <laughs> All right. Whatever. So, yes, my name is Tyler Borland, and with me always is co-host Danny Vincent. Thank you. I'm not Ryan Reynolds. I lied to you all. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you should still see Free Guy this weekend. No, I'm kidding. We're, we're getting paid for this. No. Reintroduce Tori. <laughs> oh, with us is not the star of Free Guy, but it's okay because we don't need the star of Free Guy. We have Tori. Tori hello, Estes. Hello. Yay. Did I put is- your last name again? Because I feel like I always do and I feel bad. No, you said it right. You said Estes. Yes. Good. Um, but yeah, it's good okay. to be back. I'm excited. So, Tori, you were a guest on Why Is... Uh, when we covered Avengers 1 to prepare for the uh, Loki series premiere on Disney+. Plus, So I thought it would be fitting if we asked you what, you, what your thoughts were on Loki, Loki season 1. So I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And I'm, I'm like a huge Loki fan in general, just even before this show came out. So I had super high expectations for what this was going to be. And I just love the premise that it's not a continuation of... Loki. I mean, it is a continuation, but from a different point in history. Because I'm mm-hmm. glad. I'm glad they didn't cheapen his death in Endgame. You know, by being like, "Oh, once again, he faked it." You know, it, it made that gravity a little stronger. But yeah, overall, yeah. I they did. Yeah, they did with Richard E. Grant. Dun dun dun. <laughs> oh yeah, and I know I'm. I, you know, I sent you guys the text when the one episode dropped. I was just like, "Alligator Loki, let's talk about it." <laughs> Uh, so yeah. Loki, he's still he's still out there. He, he is. He went off walking with Kid Loki. So and Maybe that's I would what just like Loki to what if episode will be about? Yeah, and I would just like to put out the uh, the aspect of how happy I am for cosplayers across the world who can now do whatever they want with Loki because variants are a thing now. So it's like, yeah, put horns on it. There we go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone at uh, Comic Con when that opens back up. Like everyone at Comic-Con, it's going to be a variant of Loki. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So how many how many Loki, Lokis out of Lokis would you give Loki? Would you give 10 out of 10 Lokis? 10 Loki out of 10 Loki? Or, or a 5 out of 5 Loki? I was going to ask, what's or the Loki scale? <laughs> um, I, I would give it probably like a... 8 out of 10 Lokis. Because I think that, I mean, with anything, there's always room for improvement. And I'm excited to see where it goes on forward into the next season. Now, I do have a question for... Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, go. Because I was just going to be stupid and say which two Lokis didn't make it. Well, (laughs) my... Okay. My question is, is 
This is my Loki question that would be recurring if we asked multiple people about Loki, but instead you're going to be the only person we ask is if you were an Emmy voter next year and you could only put one guest actor from Loki on your ballot, would you vote for Richard E. Grant or Jonathan Majors? Hmm. <laughs> I personally would put Richard E. Grant just for the fact that I'm well for multiple reasons, but also just for the fact that Jonathan Majors is going to be around for a while in the MCU. So he's going to have plenty of opportunities to seize this one. So let's give classic Loki some love and go from there. But I can answer your question, Tyler, which is the two that didn't make it are pick your two from the backdrop of the Loki for president scene. And just like two of those like goons in the back, like bicycle helmet, dude, he didn't make it. He didn't make it in my uh, ranking. I feel like Richard E. Grant has to count for at least two Lokis. Just, Just, He's such, right. he's such a treasure. And I love him. How many lo- <laughs> how many Lokis would Tommy Hids be? He's oh. he's five Lokis. He's or- five Lokis. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but he's I don't know if I'll put Richard and Grant in my ranking though, because I think five have to go to Tom Hids and then the other three go to Alligator Loki. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, as long as Richard E. Grant is above Kid Loki, we'll we'll forget. Yeah, oh yeah, for uh, sure. Good. All right, good. All right. Uh, but we right. have a new TV show to talk about. What? Yeah, we do. What? What? If? <laughs> <laughs> so from this point on, we will discuss the latest episode of What If and possible spoilers for future productions. We do not claim to have knowledge of said future spoilers, but we'll gladly take full credit if such come true. We will not address any leaks, but of our speculations align, it's purely a coincidence. Now, we have to ask, what if Captain Carter was the first Avenger? Do you like my Jeffrey Wright impression? I'm kidding. Is that, was that Jeffrey Wright? <laughs> that was not my, I, I actually do have a Jeffrey Wright impression about me do, to do it. <clears throat> what if Captain Carter was the first Avenger? You sounded like a really crappy Darth Sidious. Okay, so I sound like I sound like Use Jeffrey Wright then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's do uh, general general thoughts. Yes? Okay, you're first, so go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, like, I was, yes. just, I was <laughs> Your name's on the waiting, list first, Waiting Tyler. for something. Oh, uh, yeah. General thoughts. Tyler. <laughs> That's my general thoughts. You know, like, um, you know what I want to say before that is, I, so I have this thing where I'll always text people, what if this happened, right? I want to I yeah. put this on the table because this, we're going to be talking about this show for nine weeks, is that whenever I text a few people, uh, I've discovered that after a first few times, it basically results in, and I'm like, hey, what if this happened? Their response is like, yeah, what if? So I think that should be our response to all these. Like, what if Captain Carter were the first Avenger? Yeah, what if? And just the show ends. Yeah. That's it. Yep. That's it. That's it. (laughs) Okay, Tyler, what were your general thoughts? (laughs) It's going to be a quick nine weeks. Um, Yeah. So, my general thoughts is that uh, one, Captain Carter did so much more with the shield in 33 minutes than Steve Rogers seems to have done in however many movies uh, he's been in. But, uh, yeah, she was she was kicked butt, and I'm like, you know, I I I want Captain Carter in 
the live action MCU. You know, give give Captain Carter. Captain Carter is like going to be season three of Agent Carter. I don't know. Uh, we're in the multiverse now, so anything can happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And no. it's. Oh, sorry. Go on. No, oh, I was just going to say uh, the voice acting was was voice acting the. Animation's animation. I'm. I'm. Well, the not animation is why your shield big, looks so cool. That I'm just being yeah, very blunt. That's yeah, why the no, shield it is. It is. The shield is because it's animation. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I. I got. Uh, yeah. It. I mean, it was a thing. That's. I think that's literally what I said to Felicia at the end of the episode. I was like, "Well, that was a thing," and then I went back to playing Farming Simulator. So. Yeah. Wow. What about what about you guys? What well, now I watched um well first, as I always do with these new shows, they always put out a few legends episodes beforehand. And I'm gonna talk about one of them later, because I'm pretty sure the legends episode they put out are for the first three episodes, even though I watched all three. But the one about this was obviously for Peggy Carter. And uh I noticed that Agent Carter is not in the episode. Like the show. You know what I mean? Like the Agent Carter TV show is not included in there. Uh, which yeah. is kind of whatever. Uh, I actually more want to talk about the Legends episode later when we talk about what next week's is about. Uh, but mm. anyway, uh, but so I thought this episode, the pacing was way too quick, and but I'm more optimistic about future episodes because this episode was basically just a plot point by plot point remake of Captain America 1. Ergo, yeah. I know this story should be two hours long. It shouldn't be 30 minutes. Um, which made me a little surprised they actually did have time to develop this alternate Steve and Peggy relationship within this really, like, speedrun episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Speed dating. Uh, <laughs> I do think the, ep- the voice acting worked, and I, I kind of want to mention one thing now that I don't have in our digging in notes, even though it kind of is digging in, is that I was very bothered by the basic premise of this episode. And the, re- the okay, let me, let, hear me out. Uh, so... The premise of this episode is everything changes because uh, Agent Carter says that she doesn't want to leave the room when Steve's becoming Captain America. However, yeah. she makes that decision, and then immediately the spy detonates the thing too early. It not, has nothing to do with her being in the room. It just changes the time the bomb goes off, and that's what the what-if is. It has nothing to do with her decision. <laughs> I, I, You can continue, and then I will... I will. Well, no, that's, that's basically it. I just, okay. like... Okay, it does not, like, to me, it doesn't matter. Really, it doesn't matter, because, you know, the whole point of this is like, oh, what if Agent Carter was the first Avenger? But you can't tell me that this is a cause and effect thing, when it's very clearly, she chose to be in the room, and then randomly this guy, for no other reason, detonated his bomb, really. I will say for that, not to, like, negate everything you just said, Danny, but... (laughs) No, I won't do that. I'm Um, used to it. I do it to everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, and, I mean, maybe I interpreted it differently, but the way that I saw it was because she was already lunging forward at the spy when he flicked the detonator up. So I think it was the fact that since she noticed it and she was going to go for it, they knew that they had to do something because if they didn't detonate it, they were going to get tackled and it wasn't going to go off mm. because she was already uh, lunging I, forward when he like before he flicked his thumb up. So I think it was like a, oh, crap, I've been made, got to detonate it. So I think re- my, that was the response, what if. My response there is, and I'll <laughs> let you give your general thoughts on the episode besides that, is that um, I rewatched this opening twice because I realized five minutes into it 
that uh, I didn't watch the Marvel Legends yet, so I was like, oh, I want to watch those first. And I rewatched the beginning. And the second time I was looking for that, and there is no reaction on the guy's face and his body language that he recognizes that as a thing. So to me, it's <laughs> like, they can animate him turning around, right? It's not like, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to say the animation. We, we can talk about the animation a bit later if we want, but they could easily have him like have some what a recognition of her being there animated on his face. There's nothing. So. That's fair. That's fair. I just that's yeah. how I saw it because the because she was already lunging forward. And that's the only thing that would change if she was in the room is that if she wasn't in the room, no one would have noticed it because she was the only one who noticed it. So that's what I think and the what if is. Um, let's be real. There's also a big change that I'm sure we'll talk about later about uh, a certain Tommy Lee Jones not being present at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, general thoughts. I mean, for me, the pacing was fine, but I think that's because for this. I don't think it's, and maybe I'm wrong, I don't think it's meant to be the focus of everything right now. Like, I don't know if they wanted to invest everything they've got going on into the What If series when there's so much going on in the MCU. Um, Plus, I mean, because this, and we'll talk about this later when we talk about Captain Carter specifically, but with her, you know, the whole aspect of her being female, and so most of the uh, plot of the first Captain America movie is cut out anyways, because there's half the stuff that she doesn't get to do that Steve got to do because he was the soldier. So, you know, the male soldier. So I think that's where yeah. they cut a lot was, I mean, it would have just been her training alone in that room for like 30 minutes yeah. of the, of the movie. Um, and, but to talk about what you said with the shield, I think it's interesting that not only her, but also, <laughs> Like Falcon and Winter Soldier is the most use of this shield that I have seen, not with Steve Rogers present. It's just everyone's using the shield so much, except for the guy who first had the shield. And it's just weird. Um, But yeah, those are my just general thoughts. I liked it, but I also think the voice acting needs a... There were a couple moments that I was like, nope, that was was a little cringy. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, Then we should dig in. But before we talk about the characters, I want to talk about one thing. I know I keep saying that, Tyler, and you're probably getting mad I didn't write any of these in the notes. But I think, so, the logo. Let's just talk about the Marvel logo for a second. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't needed. Well, 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 here's yeah. the thing. Well, no, it's, 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 it's halfway there. You could either just put up an, a blank animated Marvel logo and not give us the whole thing. Or they could go to the effort, which I don't think would be hard, because we know they've made animation models for every, all these characters. They could recreate this logo with the what-if style. Instead of just using mm. the footage. Like, I don't think that costs that much money. They have the character models done. Having all this live-action footage in the opening, would imagine if it was, like, the um, animated model of, like, Tony snapping in the footage. Like, that would be a way better way for me to, like, meld into this animation world than just a sudden, like, you know... Switch. I don't know about, I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even want to call it a switch. It's kind of like when... It's more of a jar, You're making something like, in... No, no, when yeah. you're, like making something in like windows media movie maker and you click the oh i want to make it a cartoon button <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that is literally yeah. What it is. <laughs> yeah or even just like instead of the clips that come with it i don't know how people would feel about this but changing those clips to spoiler free clips from the what if series like what's coming yeah up. exactly like you could just put mm-hmm. in yeah. you know i mean people already know about captain carter but it's not a spoiler so one gif or one thing gif i'm on the internet too much yeah and like uh t'challa starwood everyone knows about these things are happening like right so right yeah hopefully for the next season they do or when they do more marvel animation maybe it's just like for this being the first season they're like no we're not going to redo it 
But I'm just kind of like, it's a little disappointing to me. Um, yeah. Feels a little lazy. But that was my one comment I wanted to make on the logo. <laughs> That's the only comment you get. All right. So. <laughs> on the logo, at least. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's dig into the characters. Um, we've touched on this character uh a bit already but yeah <laughs> captain one of the episode <laughs> right uh so uh captain carter yeah so uh i i i want more captain carter you know yeah. and i i think with the way that the episode ended i think that we'll get that mm-hmm. i i think uh that it's I think Marvel's plan is to wrap like all of season one. These characters, these main characters are going to all they're going to overlap. They're going to meet mm-hmm. up. You know, the, the paths are all going to cross. I they're think the, it's in the trailer. We can, we, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, it's in, yeah. I was like, we've yeah. we've we've seen it. So I'm I'm sh- sure that's what um, will happen. Um, but uh but yeah just any general thoughts on Captain Carter does the character work um I mean, yeah, yeah I mean I I agree with you I I'd love to see more of Captain Carter just in general and I'd love to see the dynamic of like you said where it left off how that changes you know it with pushing forward of like Nick Fury and the Avengers and all of that especially mm-hmm. the whole aspect of you know, Captain America became becomes like the patriotism symbol for America. So it'd be interesting to have this character that's got the Union Jack <laughs> all over everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be yeah. just such a switch of dynamics just to see how that kind of plays in with all of, with all of the Avengers. It would just be fun to see. My you know, curiosity. Oh, sorry. 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 Oh, I was just gonna say, I want the what if episode. That is, what if Disney honored their contract with Scarlett Johansson. What I if, want that. I want oof. that. Episode. What if Scarlett Johansson What if Scarlett Johansson played the titular role in Free Guy? <laughs> no, what if? No. All right. Danny, Danny, what are your thoughts on Captain Carter? Um well, okay. First, I want to I, I think it's be interesting to like I don't think this is how it's going to be. But view what if in a way with these variant heroes, and I very specifically am saying the variant heroes because I know I don't know which week it's going to be, but I know that they've said one episode's going to be like a murder mystery with Nick Fury as like the detective. So that's not mm. a variant hero. That's just the murder mystery episode. So that wouldn't be a pilot. But we should view. I kind of want to view all these as like backdoor pilots in a way of would you see an animated show with this? Uh, and to be clear, I think Captain Carter more than any of these other variant heroes, has a chance to show up in live action because Hayley Atwell isn't doing anything in the MCU uh, and people like her. Uh, yeah. She really isn't doing much outside of the MCU either. So <laughs> I'm sure she'd be happy to come on board. Um, but so, but keep it at the animated show thing because the fact is we know for, we're getting this one. We know we're getting T'Challa Star Lord and we know we're getting some version of heroic Killmonger at some point. Those are like mm-hmm. the three that we know from the trailers we'll get that are like notably variant heroes. Not like I know there's going to be a Thor episode at some point, but from what I've heard, it's just going to be like, what if Thor landed in Vegas or something like that? I don't know if that's actually the thing, but like mm. it's more <laughs> like a what if it's a fun episode. Right. But would I watch a Captain Carter TV show? Little a cartoon, little iffy on that. I don't think that to me, the idea of her being in. Now, I think it'd be interesting to return to this 
season after season of What If and say, this is what her Winter Soldier movie would be. This is what yeah. her Civil War movie would be. Um, but as just what did we get in this, I, she's too similar to normal Agent Carter and to Steve functionally for me to be really interested in a story beyond what we get for a full show. Said, if she wanted to like pop up in Loki and become a supporting character on Loki, great, I'd be down for that. Or even if she got like a spin-off show in live action where she hangs out with Bucky. Like, because uh, I presume uh, Anthony Mackie's going to stick to the movies after this now, you know? I'd be okay with yeah. that too. But, I don't know, she, she's fine. That's basically where I'm at. I was like, she's fine. Gotcha. I, yeah. I assume I'll be more in love with the, the Child and Killmonger episodes because I've seen more like variations than just a remake of Captain America 1. Yeah. Although it'd be pretty yeah, exciting I, if the child episode also remade Captain America 1. I'd be impressed <laughs> if they pulled that off. <laughs> I, I, I do want to... I think that uh, Marvel releasing What If after the Loki season finale is... like they're, they're, That was very much dependent on each other on... Uh, Loki season finale really setting up really getting audiences to buy into this multiverse um, to where we will consider investing in this show Mm -hmm. Um, because if you would have said like if we wouldn't have got the multiverse confirmed in an MCU property um, because yeah we talked about it in Spider-Man Far From Home uh, but then again it was all Jake Gyllenhaal say you know making stuff up so it, it was kind of like, oh, well, I don't know if this is really a thing. Um, so it's here. We know that it's here. And now it's a lot more to invest. You know, like there's a lot more reason to invest in this animated show. Um, I watch Star Wars. I know that the Clone Wars is it's a, it's critically acclaimed. I can't watch it. I can't do it. Um uh it's i i don't know i just i just i just can't well um i think you know so like like my my thing is is like i'm not missing anything i i don't know you know i don't have a reason to invest in in the the animated clone wars whereas this one i'm like there i think there is a possibility that these characters could pop up in the mcu well down you know down the road can Um, i can i call you out for a second though What's up? Can I call you? But Ahsoka did just appear in Star Wars. <laughs> like, Ahsoka. Yeah, but Ahsoka. I, like, I, I didn't need to the I animated stuff to know, like, she was a Jedi. Okay. I mean, that's right. all, the only purpose she served in that episode was, okay, okay. I'm a Jedi. I just wanted yeah. to say, like, these, it's the same thing, though, the ancillary property. I, I get it, because I also won't watch Clone Wars. It's too long. It's too long for me to get into that's really it. It's like seven seasons. No, I can't. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> moving forward. Um, well, and thank you I, Tori, for giving us a track. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> like looking at the clock. Um, but I, well, I mean, to go into like even just talking about the watcher aspect, I mean, that's direct, you know, leading directly after Loki is a good connection because you have that aspect of you know someone mm-hmm. controlling everything and you know um, the watcher was in guardians too well yeah like the, 
Well, I just like saying because Guardians 2 is the best Marvel one. No, it's actually not. Uh, uh, well, we're not. No, we need a whole hour just to talk about that. Oh, we'll have a Guardians 2 episode at some point. Don't cool, worry. Cool. Incredible Hulk stands. Where are you at? No, yeah. <laughs> What um, if Edward but, Norton remained the Hulk? <laughs> That's the one um, episode we need. But to to go to like some of the others on the list, I'm going to kind of combine, not combine, but like talk about Steve and Bucky at the same time, just because. Yeah, that's like, good. Yeah. Yeah, because the duo yeah. aspect of it. I appreciated in the show that they were still heavily present, but it felt mm-hmm. weird that Steve would still be such an important aspect because I feel like, you know, they bring in this skinny kid and he becomes Captain America. So if that doesn't happen, I almost feel like he would just kind of be discarded in a way. I know that sounds horrible, but yeah. it would just kind of yeah, be no, like, well, no, you I serve agree. us no purpose anymore. Bye bye. Um, but can I say one yeah. thing that didn't happen that I was kind of hoping was going to happen? I, I love Bucky Barnes. Don't get me wrong. And the thought that in this universe, he would not become the Winter Soldier because he's just going to grow mm-hmm. old and die like peggy does in the original you know our original universe um and you know then he and steve will be best friends forever it's adorable but i honestly thought when steve fell during the the train scene when he was in the Mm -hmm. suit like i know it's supposed to be indestructible but i almost thought that they were going to make him winter soldier because he fell instead of bucky so that maybe he would then go on to be what bucky was and you know Mm -hmm. that didn't happen also just the line of like Bucky being like, you almost ripped my arm off. It's like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so that's yes, my, my I, take on I, this. It's like, it's like my one, my, my, the Black Widow line I really wanted. <laughs> Don't go and get yourself killed. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, have you seen, um, have you seen Hot Tub Time Machine? It's no. not a good movie, but there's a running gag <laughs> in it where like, okay, I'll just explain really quick. So Crispin Glover plays someone in, you know, the present who's missing an arm and then they go back to like the 1980s and he has both arms and he constantly is doing stuff like juggling chainsaws like getting his arm stuck in doors they're like how's he gonna lose the arm we don't know it's okay yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) what if so what if captain carter found the hot tub time machine anyway tyler (laughs) so anyways yeah so i appreciated um I appreciated that we had Agent Flynn become Colonel Flynn. And I know, I don't know if he's in the Agent Carter show, but he's I know not. that he's in the, the, he's uh, not in the show. Agent he's Carter one shot. Yeah, he's in the Agent Carter one shot and he is Agent Flynn. And it's the same actor who did the, the voice acting for that. Let, um, let's be real. So they I couldn't get Tommy that. Lee Jones. They couldn't get Tommy Lee Jones. Bradley Whitford's like, y'all be in your show. So that's why you know, Tommy Lee Jones isn't the character's not some, in this episode. It was Bradley Webster. That is 100% may, why that happened. <laughs> maybe Tommy Tommy Lee Jones, TLJ, and uh, Robert Downey Jr., RDJ, maybe they were like, I will be in your show, but you're going to pay me a million dollars to do all my lines in one day. And, or like $2 million in one day. And they were just like, Nah, we're not doing this. We still got to do our Marvel intro. We still got to work on the logo. We're not doing that. Uh, (laughs) Uh, I will. Yeah, I I don't know. I I hate to be like this. These characters all functionally work the same as they do in Captain America. Yeah. With the exception of this one, who is just brought in. And I say just, but it makes sense actually from a story reason. Is that this character 
is a sexist character from the Agent Carter short, and it makes sense to put yeah. him more in the room story-wise mm-hmm. than is to keep Tommy Lee Jones' character in the room, who was yeah. never really that not not a that bad a person. Uh, uh, I don't know. The only person I actually want to talk about is Howard Stark in this episode because mm-hmm. it brings back Dominic Cooper and. We'll talk about the voice. Uh, we can talk about the voice acting now if you want, but I think he's the one who goes full out. I'm a voice actor right now and does a totally yeah. different voice than what he does. But it works to me. Mm-hmm. It, this whole thing exists in this heightened reality because of the uh, uh, animation, which also gives us to me the best scene of the episode is the Hydra Stomper and Captain Carter team up where she's like taking out a bunch of planes and jumping on Steve to jump through them. And it's like a yeah. one shot. It, it's not a one shot; it's animated, but it looks re- it's really right. well done action. Um, but the only person who really like nails of the of the returning actors, I want to say, uh, is uh, Dominic Cooper, in my opinion. Because even though I think Haley Atwell does a good job, she keeps it very grounded. But Howard's Dominic Cooper is going in a different direction, and I really like it. I, yeah. I really did. compared to Sebastian Stan, who sounds to me personally like he's recording it on the phone. Yeah, personally, like, he's yeah, like, oh, yeah. there, well, there was a couple Via like liners. Yeah, there was a couple Bucky like one-liners that I was like, did he just like send that in on his phone? He was like, oh, here's the joke. <laughs> um, like, and I I love Sebastian Stan, so I feel bad even remotely saying that. Like, I I adore him as as an actor, but it was just I don't remember which one, but there was one joke in there that he said it, and I was like. Why did it not land? I was like, I know that's supposed to be funny, but it just didn't land. Well, I think that actually gives us a great leadway to our next topic, which is the bait pacing of this. Uh, and that's something that I, you know, I'll talk about something random right now, but it will make sense. Is that we were having a discussion when the group chats I'm in about how apparently people like to watch TV shows on 1.5 times speed. Which yeah. is very weird to me. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw a clip on Twitter of someone's like, I watched The Queen's Gambit like this. And it was like a scene from The Queen's Gambit on 1.5 times speed where it's just her moving chess pieces and not thinking about it. And I'm like, how can you watch it like this? But anyway, this whole thing felt like to me it was on 1.5 times speed. And I was like, okay, we can slow down the delivery a bit. These jokes need to actually sing to work. And the only time it slowed down was in the conversation between Peggy and Steve. Because it needs to slow down at that point, because otherwise it's mm-hmm. not going to work. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it was like, this is so quick, we're moving through this too quickly, and it's... I hope the other episodes are more aware of their runtime and don't overcomplicate their stories because of that. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that's kind of where yeah. I'm at the pacing. Yeah, the, the pacing was like especially for how much this was a rehashing of the first Avenger. I did appreciate how like quickly we got through the story. Cause it was like, mm-hmm. okay, uh, we don't have to sit through this again. Um, but, but yeah, like that said, know your, know your pacing. And if it's, if it is 33 minutes, then maybe we need to pull a few plot points out, you know, maybe. Yeah. Work Maybe it. we don't need to add in Work it again. this dumb final fight that's not really worth it when uh where it's first <laughs> first Cthulhu. <laughs> we, don't need, we don't need to add this in when we're rushing through the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we could have done with maybe one less uh 
fighting Nazi scene, you know, because <laughs> there's there's a there's yeah. a bunch. I did, I did like lot. that they they did their own version of the infamous Captain America one montage. I kind of like that, yeah. that was there because yeah. that's such yeah. a talking point with Captain America one that they're right. like, I wish yeah, we have to include it. <laughs> I wish we got we got a uh, Star Spangled Man with a plan only like. Star Spangled Woman with the pl- no, I don't know. Nope, nope. <laughs> get something. Star Spangled Woman. Star Spangled. I don't know. Now, I want to bring up one other thing uh, about the voice acting because we've talked about it a lot, and that's um, I actually really liked uh, Josh Keaton uh, does the voice for Skeet Steve Rogers, and he's like an actual yeah. voiceover artist, uh, voice actor, and I thought he did a really good job. He sounded mm-hmm. as close to Chris mm-hmm. Evans to me, and it wasn't distracting. I also think Josh Keaton. I don't. I'm not too familiar with his work, but I do know he did Spider-Man, um, the spectacular Spider-Man, which is often referred to as the best Spider-Man cartoon ever done. Is that the one it. in the mid '90s? No, it's no. the one that was uh, in like 2005 to 2007 ish. I think. Okay. It was. It's probably on because, Disney Plus. Actually, it's not. I don't. I don't believe because it's um. It what? had weird right issues with Sony, oh. and the rebooting of Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, caused it to be canceled. Well, it's it's know. fine. It's Disney like, it, Disney you'll use the money they stole from Scarlett Johansson to buy it from Sony or whatever. So, right. Yeah. yeah well, I, 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 <laughs> well, and I think you. I mean, you bring up a good point, Danny, of people who are familiar with voice acting, and that's where I think it gets difficult with the MCU going into that style. Is that you have actors who maybe aren't used to voice acting or don't have that experience and it is such a different world and it's such a different aspect of not not having your scene partners there with you all the time to like play off of you know and i think that right well like you know we're like i was talking about sebastian stan earlier like how much i adore him as an actor and i don't i don't claim to know how much voice acting um experience he has as an actor but there is just an aspect of sometimes there's actors that need other actors to to bounce off of and that's not necessarily a bad thing Mm. it's just what style you're good at and what style you prefer so when you bring in these actors who are used to the mcu live action and then throw them in a animated series you know you you're gonna you're bound to run into issues yeah and what i will say also that i well we'll talk about this a bit more in a bit but that's one of the reasons i'm excited for next week Mm -hmm. because well one uh Chadwick Boseman, uh, I've read some reviews and everyone says that Chadwick Boseman is the one who adjusts the best to voice acting. Mm-hmm. But I also know Michael Rooker has experienced voice acting. And I presume they will be the two leads of next week's episode. So I think that will work much better than Haley Atwell, who I do still think does a decent job. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, and then Josh Keaton, who did a good job because he knows how to voice. He's a voice actor. Yeah. Right. Dominic but, Cooper has done... Um, what I'm finding on IMDb is that he's done one other um, voice acting venture. Well, at least he went for it, with That was with A Turtle's Tale, Sammy's Adventures. So it's a sea oh. turtle who was hatched in 1959, spends the next 50 years traveling the world while it is being changed by global warming. Can we react to I'm that? I'm really glad he went for it here. <laughs> can, can we watch that? <laughs> that's in the, that's in. What if, what if uh, Howard Stark was a turtle? <laughs> variant. <laughs> turtle variant. Yes. Does that Tur- mean a turtle, turtle Howard. Stark? Turtle, turtle Stark. Howard, yeah. Turtle Stark. <laughs> uh, uh, so, and then what do we, let's just give uh, our thoughts on the art style. Uh, 
it's it's fine. Yeah, it looks it, good in action scenes. I think. Yeah, yeah, it looks really I, I, good in action scenes. Um, I think it it feels a lot like a video game for me. Um, yeah, it feels. I think that's the feels, camera to me. Like the camera movements feel very video gamey to me. Gotcha. Uh, I think the uh. My issue is kind of what I said from the trailer stills. I don't think these spatial models are that expressive. They are, they do look mm. they do work a bit better than I thought they would from the trailer, but there are definitely moments where it's like just Steve and Peggy talking. It's kind of like, okay, all right, these are very like your faces aren't really moving that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My my and this, I'll, I'll say this really quick. My biggest issue was I don't know if you noticed, but just how it was very obvious how long they worked on that like cthulhu looking animation like they they worked so hard on that movement because it looked it looked really good i mean the you know Mm -hmm. the tentacle movement and i was like take some of that and put it elsewhere please put it in their faces (laughs) no one cared about that i was like why is cthulhu joining this universe now all right let's Uh, so uh danny you talked about um Peggy and Steve and I want to talk about Peggy and Steve also, but uh, I want to do more of like a final scene comparison of Captain America when he wakes up and Captain Carter uh, when she returns from whatever dimension she went to Uh, just talking about like the parallels there. Um, I, to me, it seems a lot like we're getting Captain Carter as the, the, the leader of this new Avengers team that we will probably get. So, yeah. Um, well, I think, oh, sorry, if Danny, if you were going to say something. No, 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 you're good. You're good. Sorry, I don't really have much to say. No, you're right. I think for me, it's going to be an interesting dynamic. I mean, moving forward of where they think they are time-wise. And what I mean by that is the fact that They didn't really know, I mean, besides, you know, Howard Stark knowing about the Tesseract, but not knowing Mm -hmm. quite what that power was. So when Peggy goes in, yes, it's kind of framed as like that she's sacrificing herself like Steve did. But also, I don't know if she fully knows that she's sacrificing herself because they don't fully know the power of this, this battery, as they call it. So when she comes back out and she's like, where's Steve? And they're like, um... (laughs) about that whereas when steve goes down with the plane he he has a lot more time i think to process that he's not going to survive that you know like there's Mm -hmm. obviously he does but you know there's a there's not a high chance of him surviving that whereas i don't think Mm -hmm. peggy fully knew the extent of her sacrifice pushing into the tesseract if that makes any sort of sense (laughs) yeah she said she'd be back by next saturday (laughs) hey so did steve though yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My, my my takeaway with it is I don't think the ending, <laughs> I don't think it works, but for a very specific reason. And that's because in Cap 1, when he escapes, he figures out that he's in the future because he's in Times Square and he sees it. And this is just, he pops out and Nick Fury's like, oh, by the way, welcome to the future, buddy. And, he's, yeah. and she's like, she's like, oh, no. Like, it's okay, like that doesn't really tell you anything. <laughs> also, when he's like, the war ended 70 years ago, and she's like, we won. I'm like, how do you know that for sure? Like, yeah. 
<laughs> Imagine if it was just like, we won, and then Nick Fury just pulls the gun. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Nick Fury oh, just... No, you did it. They just all start I, speaking I German. And like, or like, he's like, he's like, Hawkeye shooter. <laughs> I thought when Hawkeye, I thought when Hawkeye was going to talk, I was actually, I was anticipating Danny's favorite line. And I thought like, we were going to get Captain, Captain Carter to show up and then uh, her to be like, you know what's going on, and then Sam Jackson to be like, "You've you've been gone for nearly seventy, or the war's <laughs> been over for nearly seventy years." And then, uh, like before Sam Jackson makes that comment, like Captain Carter pops out of the portal, and then Hawkeye just calmly turns to Nick Fury and is like, "Doors open from both sides," and like just. <laughs> I was waiting for it, and it didn't what happen. What if doors only open from one side? <laughs> yeah. Oh what, if, what if in this universe, doors only <laughs> doors open from, from one side? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. that I think it would have been interesting if she would have popped out of the portal post-Loki mind-controlling Dr. Selfie and Hawkeye, because it would have been really <laughs> confusing. would have been like, who is the dude with the horns, and why is he here? Right. Uh, uh, so yeah, the next what if episode is uh, T'Challa as Star Lord, and I know Danny is excited to to uh, for that episode. I'm excited for the return of Taserface. <laughs> That's what I'm excited for. Well, get him back. We need him. Well, I, I, I want to mention this earlier, is that, so I watched the three Marvel Legacy episodes, and you know, I watched the Guardian, they had one for the Ravagers, not for Guardians, but it's basically, it really was just Guardians 1 and 2, because the Ravagers have actually cracked up is at the end of the Legends episode, it just cuts to the scene, Avengers Assemble, where you see them, like, in the background of the shots of Endgame, and it was like, I don't, I don't really think this counts, personally, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't think this counts, uh, but... You know, watching a nine-minute recap of old Guardians movies from the perspective of Yondu really is like, you know, these really are the best movies. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm thinking. It's like, these really are the best movies Marvel's put out. They're, these, this is an emotional recap. I'm almost crying at this funeral in a recap. It's great. Uh, and I'm just really excited because the fact is, we, for unfortunate reasons, you know, we're not going to get Chadwick as T'Challa again. And we're also, for story reasons, we're not going to get Michael Rooker as Yondu again. So the idea yeah. of them both having this last hurrah together is very exciting, especially because I feel like that's a cool, odd couple premise because I think they're both very distinct characters. So honestly, next week's episode is like, to me, the entire reason I want to watch the show. So yeah. honestly, after next week, it's going to be like, ah, we got seven weeks left of this. <laughs> oh, there's and Taserface. And Taserface. Taserface. <laughs> He's well, coming the back. thing is like, I can't, I can't even fully think about it as just like a technical aspect or a detail aspect because I already know that the first time I hear Chadwick's voice, I'm going to like burst into tears and it's just, you know, it's going to be emotional. So I can't even be like, yes, let's look at the episode. Cause I'll be like, no <laughs> crying profusely yeah, throughout yeah. the entire last episode. week. I watched last week. I watched Avengers in game so I could talk about <sighs> black widow and free guy. And, uh, <laughs> Danny knows. Um, so, uh, Seeing Chat like seeing T'Challa come out of the portal, I it's just like I've never met the guy, but it's it's like missing an old friend, 
and mm-hmm. it's like that's that's how big of an impact this actor had with his character mm-hmm. you know I, and yeah, yeah. I, I legitimately don't know when i can rewatch endgame because the thing is is even before he passed away the scene that always makes me cry in endgame is tony stark's last speech and specifically the moment where he's like families are being reunited and it's t'challa and shuri hugging their mom mm-hmm. and that, that, that made me cry in the theater so right. I don't know how it's going to, because knowing that's the last shot of T'Challa in the MCU, I don't know mm. how it's going to do for me whenever I revisit it. So, yeah, it's hard for me to watch yeah. anything with with Chadwick, specifically like T'Challa. I mean, I, I like even just the clip of him, like on Jimmy Fallon, he was surprising fans for Black Panther. And I, I just, I can't watch it because it's just, I'm crying automatically with it. It's just so heartbreaking. Yeah. So that's next week so for do- me. <laughs> Do, yeah, that's not sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do we have any pre- predictions going forward? Uh, I feel like we kind of gave our predictions yeah. at least for next week, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Captain Carter, I've already said, you know, maybe she'll pop up again. Maybe we'll get a Winter Soldier episode next season with her. Ooh. But besides that, maybe maybe Black Widow will be the Winter Soldier. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. I, I don't know, Danny. I don't know. Danny, I said I don't what know. If? Stop what killing if? me, Danny. You know, we better have a... You know, actually, you know what episode I want next season that I'm already demanding with Black Widow? It's, what if the Red Guardian actually did fight Captain America? <laughs> yes. <laughs> or maybe that's what... Maybe they'll do like a, what if Elijah Bradley was allowed to become Captain America, and then he'll fight the Red Guardian. I'd be okay with that, too. What if that Abraham Lincoln was Captain America? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tyler. <laughs> just, just just leave tyler tyler he must be stopped <laughs> um uh all right so uh tori do you have any final <laughs> this do you have any final thoughts i don't know why i, I don't know why i, I labeled, talked about i know i just labeled that sorry do you have any anything you want to say um, it's so, I sound like I'm being episode. murdered directly Jeez, after this. Like, I cannot freeze this the right way. Do you have any last words, Tori? <laughs> uh, yeah. Tori, I, thoughts, comments, concerns. Yeah, concerns, thoughts, feelings, <laughs> do you, hopes, Do you want dreams. to throw them out there? Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, like Danny said, I kind of said all of them. I'm just excited in general for this concept of... I'm a, I'm a sucker for anything where it's like butterfly effect, you know, one... One decision changes a bunch of other decisions and goes from there. And I'm just excited to see more super, you know, kick butt Peggy Carter. <laughs> just like destroying people. So, yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. just excited for this whole show in general because I love the idea of the I mean, I just love the idea of the multiverse in general. So it's going to be it's going to be fun to see where it goes. By the way, uh, this is preemptive. and I'm sorry, Tori. But this is kind of going off what you're saying. But also, I mentioned it earlier and I didn't bring it up again. I'll bring it up now because you're here and you won't be here next week. Is what I was saying about pilots of um, shows. I'm going to be very blunt right now that if next week's episode is a winner creatively, I personally do not mind if they would continue with a T'Challa Star-Lord show as a cartoon without Chadwick. Personally, Mm. because it's, again, it's a cartoon. We don't even need any of the, um, you know, we don't need any of the voice actors from the movie for a spin-off cartoon. And I mean that with Michael Rooker as well. I, I want to have that on the record now when you're here, so that way Tyler doesn't kick up for me next week. <laughs> 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 but 
but yeah. <laughs> All right. <Sorry. laughs> Thanks for so, listening like, to this Danny week's episode. Wait. Go cover Peacemaker. Go cut. <laughs> you never know. Maybe I'll go cover DC. I'll cover all the fun stuff. Uh, well, thanks for thanks for uh, fun. Good one. The one I'll cover the one good DC property. Give me Batman Beyond. Dang it. Anyways, um, so Tori, thank you for for coming yeah, on and talking it. about Captain Carter's many adventures um, in World War Two. Um, thank you to the listeners at home or in a car. <laughs> or maybe at work. Or maybe you just sitting by the pool drinking a uh, nice maybe, cold iced tea. Maybe, just maybe, you in the editing booth listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you in the editing booth. Maybe your name is Zach. Maybe you're you're listening to this thinking, when is Tyler going to stop talking and wrap it up? And you would be right to guess that I'm going to wrap it up right now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Why Is with Ty and Dan. We can be found on various podcasting platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and on our website, whyiswithtydan.buzzsprout.com. You can also contact us by email at whyiswithtydan at gmail.com. But here's a question for you. What if you followed us on Twitter at whyiswithtyan1? Because I'm number one. And what if you followed me, Danny Vincent, on Letterboxd at blankmints? For reviews of movies, including those not in the MCU, Tyler, please stop writing right over where I'm reading right now. <laughs> We'd also like to thank Zach Rewrite for editing this episode. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> We're sorry. <laughs> we'll catch you in the next one.